Ah, here we go. You can't make this up, podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. Episode 287. We up in this thing. Fellas, yeah. how was the week? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kill, you can, I was like, Kelly, you can start it off. You sound like you was <laughs> getting it popping. Uh, yeah, I'm out, uh, out in Jacksonville. Um, Duval! Leading up to this uh, week, that's what all, that's all I was doing was getting ready for this event. It was the uh, Roaring Twenties, Harlem Nights, Great Gatsby, whatever you want to call it, um, birthday party. Uh, nice event, nice event, nice 12-hour drive, like 12 and a half. So ended up leaving early, early Friday morning. Uh, got down what here time Friday. Is uh, we got rolling on like four forty, like four forty-five, maybe. Woo! And uh, mm-hmm. got got there about seven. Woo! So after you stop and eat and all that, so but yeah, that's it. Woo! Oh, I wake <laughs> up. I'm tired. I had, <laughs> I had a bunch of. I had Casamigos for the first time, so. I'm uh yeah, it was, it was nice. <laughs> your body ain't used to it. <laughs> I mean, I, I I still got to made it to the sunrise at the at the beach this morning, but I'm definitely about to get a nap in today. <laughs> Facts. So we was debating. We saw the uh we saw the fit, you know, uh-huh. for the for the Roaring 20s was the pipe. Is that was that a filter or did you actually have, you know, the the accessories to go with the fit? So it definitely was an accessory. I'm trying to find it, you know, I don't see it. Um, but nothing was in it. It was just a just gotcha. a pipe. But uh, I definitely was gonna try it out today and see if it worked. <laughs> <laughs> so how was the drive, man? You know, you like the drive, unlike myself. How was the drive, man? I know you was talking about taking a different route instead of taking seventy five all the way down there. Went yeah. through the Carolinas and whatnot. How was the drive? Uh, it was actually it was nice. Um, the uh, way it took us was like 35 through West Virginia. You went through a little portion of Virginia, uh, Northern and South Carolina, Georgia, Florida. So it took us kind of like that way. Um, drive was cool though. Um, the that way was like a toll way, so it was like three tolls that were like four, like four and a quarter, but. It was less traffic. The highways were nicer, less bumpy. You know what I'm saying? So it was just, mm-hmm. it, it was cool. Um, way better than 75. 75 feel like a race, no matter where you at. Right. So <laughs> that just kind of, that just kind of was like less people. It was chill. Um, and it, we was excited to go a different way. See, we got to go through Charlotte. Never been to Charlotte, so we stopped there, had lunch. We we're gonna stop there on the way back and see some people have lunch. So it was, uh, it was cool. Uh, went through Charlotte, went through Savannah, Georgia. Um, yeah, it was cool. That's what's up. So, how was the party though? The party was nice. Um, they had uh, they went all I'm out. Sen- I'm sensing that 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 drink got your memory a little foggy, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I definitely, I definitely am foggy. Um. But they hired like she she had like flapper girls, so they had like people dancing and uh she had bartenders, um that, that weren't really bartenders, so they was like I was like, Yeah, let me get a double of that Casamigo, I was gonna try this shit out. She like poured it and like handed me the cup, like, Is that cool? Is that a double? I'm like, Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Looks good to me. So But uh yeah, it was, I had a bunch of drink, the wife had a bunch of drink and then we all woke up with sore legs. I, I did a 360 booth. Um, I got a video for that. That's pretty funny. So uh, we'll probably put that out during the week. Good good, good promo video. So. That's what's so, Yeah, it was a nice party. It was super nice. Shout out to the Johnsons. Uh, well, as for your boy, I got a little announcement. A little announcement on the pod. Small Uh-oh. announcement. Uh, <laughs> Killer, you know part of this. Dizzle, this is all news to you. A lot of our listening base, this is news to you. Your boy, listen to the key words, had a major opportunity to change his life and change locations. 
Uh-oh. Had, a, had a job opportunity down there in good old Orlando, Florida, at the University of Central Florida. So as people are prone to do when you uh, get a new opportunity, you put in your two weeks at your place of employment. I put in my two weeks at my place of employment. What? <laughs> and then, unbeknown to me, my bosses wasn't having it. They wasn't letting your boy go. <laughs> they wasn't letting your boy go. They said, no, no, we need you. We want you. We like you. We want you. And I was like, well, y'all got a funny way of showing it. <laughs> yeah. Up so, uh, so uh, keep this brief. Your boy is staying. So needless to say, yeah. they, they took care of your boy. So your boy is staying in the DYT. You know what I'm saying? So they took care of your boy, man. So uh, I'm here. We rocking. The pod would have continued anyway. It just would have never probably been a live pod. But live pod this summer. Be on the lookout for that. You That's know what's what I'm saying? Up. Yeah, man. Uh, the the this... plug is back in <laughs> <town>. <laughs> The plug remains. You know, like I said, short version, man. Like, when you about to do something like that, move thousands of miles away from everything you've ever known in your life, it's tough. You know what I'm saying? You had those conversations with your wife, your significant other, and everything like that, and you know, shouts out to the wife. She's a true ride or die. She was down to do it. Uh, shouts out to my moms. I was way more emotional about it than she was. She mm-hmm. was like, go, do, she was like, go do your thing. Another place for me to come visit. Of course, my brother lazy ass. He was like, hell yeah, do that shit. But, <laughs> you know, when they came back, the station came back, which I didn't think was going to happen, which was kind of funny because I didn't think so. Uh, one person at the station that I used as a referral didn't think so. But the wife, uh, my best friend, and my brother all told me, like, no, nah, they're going to take care of you, dog. They're going to take care <laughs> of you. I didn't think so because I told them on a Wednesday, and I ain't hear shit until Friday at, like, 6 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, oh, yeah, they're not doing anything. And, uh you know, we kind of talked. I kind of talked about it a couple pods ago, where I was using Facebook Marketplace to sell shit in the crib because it was about to be, hey man, I ain't lugging all this shit on the U-Haul all the way down to Florida, man. Just get rid of this shit. So the house is a disaster zone right now. So we're trying to get the house back in order after, you know, potentially moving to Florida. But like I said, they took care of your boy. We still rocking out. We here. I got you. Yes, sir. Yes, I do too. Now, now that we've heard that, are you any a little bit upset about your marketplace sellings over the last few weeks? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. You know, I, I, you know what? I take that back. I am a little salty about my CD book because this is coming <laughs> from. So obviously, I the only CD player I have. Do I have a CD player? Uh, on my computer, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. uh, my Mac, my Mac still got a CD drive. I got a DVD player around here somewhere, and uh, my wife's old car has a CD player. So technically, that's the only way I can listen to CDs. But things on Apple Music are slowly but surely disappearing, like the whole Death Row catalog. Everything mm-hmm. Death Row is off of Apple Music outside of. Tupac's All Eyes on Me and uh, the Machiavelli album. Everything else is off of there. So Dog Pound album. Uh, the Chronic is off of there. Snoop first album is off of there. It's like there's no Death Row yeah. catalog on Apple Music or Spotify for that matter. And no CDs were in there. I think I still got a copy of Snoop and a Chronic around the house somewhere. But, you know, we were actually going when we went to go to the New Edition show. I was like, oh, man, I feel like listening to the Above the Rim soundtrack, which is a Death Row catalog album. And Mm -hmm. she was like, it's not on here. I was like, it's on there. I just saw it the other day. I just listened to it the other day. But Snoop bought the Death Row catalog and took it off of all the streaming platforms. So that's not on there no more. So I'm kind of sorry about that. But for the most part, I wasn't using none of this shit. It was just in the garage, (laughs) taking up space. Like, let's get rid of this stuff, man. So... 
now that we got rid of stuff, there's a little bit more space around the house. You know, feel good about it. Feel good about the decisions to dump stuff. Spring clean. It just turned into a big spring cleaning project. Right. So, so I'm curious though, like, how does one shop around, like, in your profession? Did they find you? Were you like, you got a demo and you was just testing the waters and they bit and reached out? Like, how does that even work out? Um, it kind of, it's all really relationship based. If you know somebody, they let you know if it's an opportunity for you. Like, uh, I had another opportunity, uh, that I went for that was, uh, this was before COVID. That was with, uh, Radio One Houston. Um, our former production director works down there. He was like, Hey, we got an opening in this department, putting your stuff. So, you know, you send them your stuff. You keep a demo reel ready, air checks and everything like that. I just keep all my stuff ready. Cause I mean, a proposal is a proposal. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I got those already because I write a ton of them a week. So it's nothing to send them. So really the only thing is I really have to update is air checks. And my resume and stuff like that before I submit my resume and apply for a job. In this case, uh, a former operations manager, he had been reaching out to me, I don't know, for a couple months, probably like back since like August, just saying, hey, just be aware, might have an opportunity for you. I was like, all right. Mother month come around, like, hey, we're still working on it, didn't get approved to open this position yet, but stay ready. I'm like, all right. So then he finally hit me up and I want to say January. So we've been talking about it since January, submitted my resume and applied for the gig, did a Zoom interview that actually flew me down there for an in-person interview. And then like a couple of days after the in-person, they, they offered me to jump. And uh, I didn't want to tell everybody because I didn't know what I was going to do. Mm-hmm, and then right. once, once me and a wife was like, all right, this is what we want to do. Then I started telling people, I guess in hindsight, I should have put in my two weeks once, <laughs> once I figured out that I was going to do that because now I had to go back and retract and tell my mom like, oh yeah, false alarm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it is what it is. It's a learning lesson, but yeah, man, it was, it was, like I said, it was, it was tough, man. It was tough. It was tough to come to the consensus that we were going to go. And then it was even tougher to say, like, well, hey, man, it looked like we staying, or what do you think about staying? And that was, like, another couple of days of just going back and forth and everything about this whole situation. So Bidding war. <laughs> <laughs> nigga got the Aaron Rodgers bag. Right. Yeah. That far, but, you know, they took, care of your boy. they took care of your boy. But, you know, with with them taking care of me and, you know what I'm saying, beyond the financial situation, you know what I'm saying, more responsibility added to my plate and everything like that, official title changes and everything like that. But, you know, with that comes added responsibility to say, all right, man, we gave you this. Don't let nothing slip. And I don't ever want shit to slip. So the people that work with me at the radio station, they just know, like, hey, we got to have a tight ship around here. It's about to be summertime. It's about to be hectic out here. Can't afford no f ups, man, because I ain't trying to get no phone calls about nothing. Like, let's keep this thing mm-hmm. going. So, just you know about that life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I never perceive myself as like one of those managers that come ruling with the iron fist. I would never ask anybody that works with me in the promotions department to do something that I've never done or that I wouldn't be willing to do. So, like, that's always been my mind frame. If a salesperson comes to me with a request that I think is unreasonable or something that I don't, I've never done. And I would say, yeah, I wouldn't do that. I would never ask anybody that I work with on my team to do it. So like, I do have that power to kind of shoot shit down more now. So I definitely appreciate that. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Congrats. Congrats. Definitely deserve. Cause you already do everything <laughs> over there anyway. You know what I'm saying? You said add more to your plate. Is there anything else to add? <laughs> More. There's always more. There's always well, that, more. That they must be building a new floor or something because I thought you did everything over there on, in that building already. So. Right. <laughs> always more stuff to do. Part of uh, one of the things is uh, be on these uh, corporate um, 
phone calls once a month and everything like that. To be perfectly honest, I am not looking forward to that because they're like at 11 o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, yo, that's like smack dab in the middle of like when I get a lot of my stuff done because nobody's asking for anything at 11 o'clock. So anything that's come in after hours or first thing in the morning, I can just knock out without anybody distracting me. So having to jump on an hour, hour and a half conference call once a month, I'm not looking forward to that. That's a pain in the ass. But, you know, it's kind of like the price you pay for, quote unquote, moving up in the company. So it's once a month. I can take it out. And another thing is they just hired another general manager at the station. So now finally have a boss boss back in the building. That's great. Because we were kind of like flying blind. For a couple months there, so cool to have a new boss in the building and everything like that. You know how the new bosses come in. They want to have their powwows, one-on-ones with you and everything like that. So looking forward to that. So, you know, we here. We here. We here. We ready to rock. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, super dope. That's it. I was, for my week, I've been trying to knock some shit off. I think last episode I just talked about having a full plate myself having a, a bunch of things on the to-do list so we knocking it out little by little man I, I finally uh closed on the deal from hell the one that's <laughs> the, just a roller coaster of a uh a deal i finally got that over and done with so happy that that's over with uh shout outs to shit everybody that helped me out with that one because i was a doozy um and shout outs to uh the company I work for because they paid a nigga quickest they paid a nigga quick. Uh, <laughs> we closed the deal in the morning. I went over there to drop off the check right after I think it was probably like eleven AM and they was trying to pay me that moment. Like they was trying to get the paperwork done to where my it was gonna hit my account within a few hours. But it ended up coming the next morning. So once that check hit, I was able to uh hit up the folks to get the pool situated, like Hey. The pool about to be up next Saturday. Damn. Uh, they already done uh dropped off a whole bunch of sand, which is gonna help level uh the backyard. So that's sitting in a the a big mound of sand is sitting in the driveway. We got somebody coming to fix the fence next Wednesday. Okay. And then, uh I was able to kind of get buy some more things that was on that that list that's sitting on the fridge. So a lot of shit is getting knocked out. Can we stress some, stress can we levels get, is low now, so we we good. Can we get a cement pad and a rim or something? Can we? <laughs> oh, can try we? to hoop, man. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> my shoulder good, man. I've been watching these little uh rehab videos, and I I really gotta take it easy because they talking like. Yeah, once it's out, once it pops out, it can pop out as easy as you giving somebody a high five. I'm like, what? Ooh. I can get somebody. They said, like, you can roll over in your sleep and it just pop out. So I'm like, man, I got to take this shit easy because I'm not trying to be that dude that shoulder pop out yeah, once a month. Is. You know what I mean? That's terrible. How is that affecting your workout schedule? Because I know you said you have been working out and everything like that. Bruh, I feel like this has been the most consistent I've ever been in my life. Since I uh, had caught COVID in December, I have been working out probably four days a week since then. And it's about to be the end of March. So this is the longest that I've been had a good routine going. And it had, you know, it had me out for probably like a week. But I've been able to try to I've been able to get back into my routine. I just ain't been doing no shoulder workouts, but I've been able to do just arms, just shit to keep my shit moving. I've been doing legs, hella, but um, just just staying off of the shoulder, really. Um, yesterday, I did some, like, kind of like yoga, but it's just, like, air exercises to where I got my shit moving. Um, lightweight, doing shoulder shrugs just to kind of make sure I'm – Got some strength in there, but I got I'm a, a question for you. Too. I'm gonna get back to it. Yeah. Did you go in that basement? You talking about in the crib? Yeah. Yes. That's the that's the you know all the dark, purpose the dark area. Basement, and you was like, should I go down there? Yet? Nah. It's like, like a dungeon, man. 
Oh, I thought you was talking about. <laughs> you talk about on one of my showings. Yeah. I'm lost. I'm lost. Inform me. I'm lost. So this so, has, this has been TikTok heavy, right? So I've been I've been seeing them doing dance moves and sliding across carpets. And, yeah. But, but that was on his leisure. But when he was working, he was showing houses, and it was like a like a rehab situation. Like there was a project mm-hmm. type of home to move into, but. At one turn there, it was like a basement where, like, if you go down there, I might not, not ever see you again. What's yeah. the TikTok? What's the TikTok? Shout it out. Grandpa Dizzle. Oh, Grandpa, Grandpa Dizzle. Dizzle on everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the house, um, earlier last week, I, um, showed off some f- fixer uppers and they was like super fixer. You have to be careful walking in them joints because the floors were missing. Like, there was just boards. One of the places had an upstairs. We couldn't even get upstairs because the stair wasn't connected to where we was at. Like, you could see the (laughs) upper part of the stairs, but something happened to where the bottom part of the stairs was gone. And one of the houses, you know, no power, uh, no real light in the basement. And that shit looked scary and nobody went down there. But I, I took a little video and was like, yo, should I do it? You know, I got a little flashlight on my phone, but that was definitely a scene from a movie and I was not trying to figure it out, bro. So no, I did not go down that basement. <laughs> yeah, that felt like it was going to be one of the loud furnaces kicking on and, you just, mm. and, and nobody hear your screams, bro. <laughs> or the thing is with these houses, there could be people in them, you know what I mean? Um, I've heard different stories from other realtors where they, you know, they got their CCWs. They always bring a gun with them to uh, their showings <clears throat> just because, just because squatters, squatters yep. Yeah. And the house that I checked out, I actually had to call her a listing agent because we couldn't get in. Like the key wasn't working. I'm like, I'm trying to show this house and we couldn't get in. So I called her up. She was like, yeah, just, uh, just throw your shoulder into it and put some weight <laughs> on it. <laughs> so we just bunked it and, and the door popped open. So it not wasn't the bad shoulder, not the bad shoulder. Actually, the, the, the dude I was showing did it. Um, <laughs> I wasn't trying to break nothing, but, um, a lot of these houses, you can really just find your way inside of it. So, niggas proceed with caution type shit so no i was not going in that basement wasn't worth it <laughs> so shit i got another realtor question for you uh i saw the federal reserve is talking about up in interest rates man what's up with that uh i I really don't pay attention to that until it happens just because i can't control it so it's just like uh, what i'm working with now is what i pretty much worry about um I mean, folks, uh, that's always something that's said or on the horizon. So I pretty much don't worry about that until it happens. Um, I got a couple of people that are looking to buy now and they had asked me about it. And I'm like, well, either you can just hurry up and buy before the interest rates (laughs) go up or you can wait. I mean, it is what it is. That's something that, like I said, you just can't control. So what are you going to do? crazy out here man and another thing i got into this week shots out the right state i went down to ud arena of course they played in the first four this week i went down for the open practice they had and then i went down there for the game and i got to shout out the wife yet again so she's big into amazon as everybody and their mama is she ordered something she was at work she works downtown She's close to UD Arena and everything like that, but the package was out for delivery. She's like, I'm not about to leave my package on the porch for hours on end. You know, porch pirates live in every community. Mm-hmm. So she ran home after work, and then she's like, yo, they just pushed back the delivery till tomorrow. I'm like, uh, it's 6.15. <laughs> Game starts at 6.40. Somehow, way, she was able to get from home to downtown, park at the Marriott, run, all the way from the Marriott over to UD Arena. So she had a shuttle? Wasn't no shuttles running. Oh, she wow. was like, she don't see one. And she's like, if I wait too long, we're going to miss part of the game. So she ran all the way from the Marriott to UD Arena. Now, y'all know the wife. Uh, 
She's a sneakerhead like me. She had on some nice, uh, where, where they at? I don't even know. Yeah, I'll show y'all what she had on. <laughs> Her pile over here. She had on some, uh, some, some green dunks to represent for right state. She had on the green dunks. Wow. So she risked scuffing these bad boys to see the game. Uh, y'all know she also has natural hair, but she got it straightened and, and, and everything like that. So she risked her hairdo. Mm. To watch this game. So shouts out to the wife, man. We were in the building as Rice State got their first NCAA victory the other night. And unfortunately, they lost to Arizona on Friday. But we still got that dub and we were in the building for that. So shouts out to the Rice State men's basketball team. Yeah. And they were competitive. They were competitive yes. against yeah. Arizona. They yes. didn't get trampled. They yeah, didn't they, get super blown out. It was yeah, they ain't embarrassed themselves. They ain't embarrassed themselves at all. I, think, I guess it ended up being like an 18-point loss. They cut it down to eight with like, I don't know, like 10 minutes to go, and then Arizona went on a, a, a spurt or whatever. But, yeah, they definitely showed they worth, man. I'm proud of the boys, mm-hmm. man. They definitely showed they thing. How was mm-hmm. that practice? It was fun, man. It was fun. We were uh, able to get media passes. So, basically, walk on the floor as they – you know what I'm saying? Practicing, doing shoot around and everything like that. Met, uh, Avery Johnson. Uh, you know, used to play for the Spurs back in the day. Also coached yeah. in the NBA with the Mavericks. Met, uh, coach Steve Lavin used to coach UCLA. So met a couple people from CBS. So that was pretty cool, man. It was a good time. Got a lot of pictures yeah. and everything like that. You know, nice. the, nice. the plug hooked me up. <laughs> the plug needed a plug and I needed right. a plug to get tickets for the game because I jumped online and I saw how much tickets were. I was like, oh, it looks like we're watching from the house. Mm-hmm. And I reached out to my plug. No, scratch that. The, my One of my plugs reached out to me. is like, hey, if I got some extras, I'll hit you up. And then another plug hit me up. It's like, yo, I got you. Don't even worry about it. I'm sending them to your Ticketmaster account right now. I was like, bet. <laughs> good tickets. No, not nosebleeds. Good <laughs> too, man. Oh, it, was, it was dope, man. So I noticed that on the on the docket, but uh, have y'all been watching March Madness at all? Yes, yes. What's the bracket? Bracket busted. looking like busted. <laughs> Everybody bragging, but is it busted? I gotta look at it to make sure. But I think I'm pretty decent. Um, I guess nobody has St. Peter's beating Kentucky, and then St. Peter's not only beat Kentucky, they beat. Murray State last night as well, but other than that, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I think I still got all my Final Four teams left. Yeah, it's the first year. I, it's the first year I didn't do one. Mm. It does feel weird. It feels weird because normally we're at work at the station. It's always somebody trying to rile up money and everything like right. that for the office pool and everything like that. We didn't have that this year, so I just filled out one for fun. Yeah, and I, I feel like I was gonna do one. I didn't. I feel like uh, you know, is there college stars this year? Is there really a must see basketball? What, Dude Chet? from Auburn. Dude from Jabari. Auburn. Jabari. Yeah, Jabari Banks. He nice. Uh, um, Chet uh, Holmgren. I think that's. I think know Jabari Banks. Yeah, it is. <laughs> That's a dude from, uh, what you call it, ain't it? <laughs> oh, that's your name from Bel Air. But dude's name is Jabari, ain't it? From it's not Banks. Whatever. That's why. That's how you know ain't no stars in it, bro. I think it's what Jabari it? Smith. Williams Smith. <laughs> it's Joe Johnson. Yeah, it's, it's Smith. <laughs> that's how you know it ain't no stars in it, bro. Like, I think Chet. Chet maybe the bigger name. He supposed to be a top pick. He balled out the first round. He he did his he did was a height last night against uh who they go up against Memphis. Memphis. I've been trying to watch Memphis and uh what's the dude named uh Imani Imani Bates. Yeah. What's going? What's his situation? Do you know? Cause he was I, I follow him in high school and he ain't even getting no burn. Yeah, that's what happens when I mean he. I think he just turned 18. He, he's supposed to be a senior in high school this year. He graduated gotcha. early, enrolled at Memphis. He was starting, messed up his knee. Now he's coming off the bench. I think, man, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I, you know how that shit go, man. As long as you play ball and they start nitpicking your game, mm-hmm. motherfuckers be like, oh, great. <laughs> your ass yeah. end up a G League All-Star for five years. 
Yeah, high school, they was like, that's the next Kevin Durant. So I, I said, that was one, one name that I followed through high school. Went to Memphis. Never really heard from him since. And yeah, man. And he tried to make the move to point guard, you know, be a, like a six nine point guard and everything like that. Nah, bro, just shoot it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just just shoot it. Don't be doing too much. Just shoot it, man. But shit, yeah. man, we got a ton of NFL, and most of it is around Deshaun Watson. So Deshaun Watson timeline comes out earlier this week that is down to the Browns, Panthers, Saints. Falcons. Then it gets trimmed to the Saints and Falcons. And then out of nowhere, out of the sky blue, then Sean Watson going to the Browns. Wow. Mm. <laughs> Don't it hurt so bad. Should have been, <laughs> been a stealer. <laughs> Man, I don't think they was going to – they would have traded the picks, but what the Browns did ultimately get him, they gave him what? A quarter of a billion or whatever, like two hundred thirty million dollars guaranteed contract for a dude that been out for a year, facing twenty two civil cases. That's a lot, man. That's a lot to yeah. give up for a dude that could potentially even be suspended for an entire season from the NFL. So right, the Browns, still, yeah. Browns rolled That's his dice, a big dice. So Baker going. <laughs> Shanghai Sharks, nigga. We <laughs> better play in the Canadian League. They they can get like a third rounder for him. They could trade him to like the Colts or the Seahawks for a third round pick. That nigga said Shanghai Sharks. That is funny. <laughs> hilarious. Everybody, nigga. Don't nobody fuck with Baker Mayfield, man. <laughs> hey, he had his chance, you know. I rooted. I I was for him, you know. I like to see that one of the hometown teams, Ohio teams, you know, do good. But after so many press conferences where he got to prove himself, you know, chip on the shoulder, got to prove the doubters. Like, man, that shit is for the birds, bro. Just winning some games. He had <laughs> his know. chance, and I don't like how he did OBJ, bro. I think that was probably the last straw. I ain't fuck with Baker since he put that flag in the ground. I ain't fuck with Baker. Facts. Mm. I don't do I the disrespect to the Buckeyes, man. I don't play. Uh, I fucked with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, like, hey, I fuck with that type of shit, man. Like, everybody, you don't play nice all the time. True that. True that. True that. But he won't be playing for the Browns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He won't be playing here no time So, But how y'all feel about the whole situation with them giving up the world for Deshaun, and not only that, giving them the big ass contract, even though he's dealing with all these issues off the field. That's typical. I think it's typical. I mean, they don't they don't care as long as you can, as long as you can put some asses in the seats. He's uh one of the premier quarterbacks, you know. He right. got a year of rest, you know what I mean? Fresh legs. They got weapons. They still, you know, he get he in a better situation at the Browns than he was at the Texans. I'll say that. Facts. Didn't they get rid of Landry? Didn't they? They about to bring him back on the cheaper deal. That's the that's the rumor. That's uh, the day. Got finesse on the paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> got to read the fine print. I just right. think like with sports in general, man, we don't care, man. We don't care what they do off the field. Like can they? You said can they score points? Can they score touchdowns? That's the only thing that matters. Because ultimately, if they win a Super Bowl, it's all worth it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The backlash the Browns gonna receive, they'll say it was worth it. But if they never win the Super Bowl, they gonna have that asterisk over their head. Like damn, it wasn't worth it because Super Bowl. I think they're a Super Bowl or bust team now. Like you, yeah. you spend that much money, you give up that much capital, you gonna take that much of a bashing from not only every fan base across the country but your own fans that like don't didn't want this to happen you have to deal with that so the only way you can make it quote unquote okay is to win the Super Bowl so they Super Bowl a bus in my mind agreed OBJ back to the Browns nah bruh might 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 be a reunion 
Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, one of the best receivers in the league. He says deuces to the Green Bay Packers and leaves to go sign with the Las Vegas Raiders. Not only to play with the Raiders, but play with one of his best friends and Derek Carr, man. He said, Aaron Rodgers, you cool, but I want to go play ball with my homeboy. See a lot of deep balls in Vegas. Uh, but uh, <laughs> 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 but no, nah, that's gonna be that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be nice, I think, because uh, a team like Oakland that they seem to have the money to trying to you know bring this whole franchise somewhere else. So that's an investment that I think is worth it. I, I think Derek Carr ain't never really had nobody like that that he played with. Outside of that one year, he was like an MVP candidate with a uh, Amari Cooper, and then he like broke his leg. Like he probably is the best player he ever played with. Yeah. So be on the lookout for the Raiders. And my guy Juju signed with the Chiefs, trying to get his career back on track. How many receivers the Chiefs are gonna keep on roster? They they just keep signing receivers. That's what I'm about to say. Like I don't think he about to tip the scale. Don't think so. Nah. They left. I think Pringle. Gone. Uh, they still got Hardeman and solid. Hardeman ain't no, you know, he ain't no buzz. He can catch. What's the other dude's name? Didn't they just have Sammy Watkins? Uh, Watkins plays for the Ravens now. Yeah. I feel like I mean, they've had their share of uh, third option receivers, though. Like, he ain't. About to be getting more catches to Kelsey or uh, what's the dude named Cheetah? Yeah, yeah, like he gonna be out there just running routes. He'll catch a few, <laughs> but he's not about to tip the scale, man. They had they because they had Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins wasn't no difference maker. And uh, Go- wasn't Gordon over there? If I'm not tripping. Yeah, but he was on the bench. Exactly. <laughs> It's ain't good no more. That's what happens when you don't play football for four years. You're like, oh man, I used to run a four three, now I run a five five. <laughs> man, I just don't think they need a line, bro. They need a line. Who they running back? They need defense. That's what they need. They had they had, Le- <laughs> yeah, they had Le'Veon Bell. He wasn't no difference maker. Like at one point in time, like these names ain't ain't what they was, and Juju's about to be right. falling in that category. He only twenty five. Shit, what did he do last year when he was 24? (laughs) (laughs) He ain't do nothing. Juju slander. Juju slander over here. He ain't been nothing since Antonio. Bro, he's a, okay. Well, you, yeah. He ain't no first receiver. He ain't no first option, so he he might be. He might be Third dude. His second, third dude. Once uh, AB left and uh, Ben's arm fell off, he wasn't doing shit. That's for sure, though. I I can admit that. Uh, the U.S. Senate approves a bill to make daylight savings time permanent. So that means it's darker in the morning, but we get more daylight at the end of the day. So no more 5 o'clock sunsets in the winter. Y'all with this? Y'all against this? Where y'all at with this? I'm with it because that could lead to just a few more extra days of golf. <laughs> if that if that uh, global warming week comes in December or January, like we've been getting the last couple of years anyway, have a little extra sunlight and enjoy some outside ain't never a problem. So I'm with it. I'm excited. Yeah, I never really understood the, the point of it. Um, uh, what you say, more daylight in the in the morning or more daylight sunsets later. So it's like, okay, yeah, that makes more sense because I, I having a dark ass five thirty and, and it, that didn't make sense to me. So right. I guess, I guess, I mean, it, the fact that iPhones update your time for you, it kind of, <laughs> you know, <laughs> took a little bit of the stress away from it. <laughs> yeah, it never made sense to me. Generational gap, killer. Generational right, yeah. gap. <laughs> yeah. That's the first day, huh? The phone just updates for you. <laughs> Shoot, before you got on, man, we was talking about phones and having daytime minutes and limited text messages. <laughs> Dizzle don't know about that life. Dizzle don't know about that life, man. Come on, man. 
Yeah, yeah, no idea how long the nine the nine oh one phone calls had to wait for. Like, <laughs> hey, bro, what you call me at eight twenty four for, bro? Call me at the nine. Clear right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to. I was part of that. I had the Nokia with only two hundred fifty text messages. <laughs> and one game, snake, snake, or yeah. brick, brick breaker. Come on. Oh, now. okay. Yeah. That was, that was dumb. That was a joint right there. Uh-huh. But shit, man, we got a couple quick hitters, man. Netflix is finally cracking down on password sharing. They're going to start charging two to three dollars to the user of the credit card. Because they're using other people's passwords. How y'all feel about Netflix finally cracking down on password sharing? They hate it, man. My mom was just trying to let me watch TV, man. They hate it. <laughs> they hate it. Nah, it had to be get out of hand. They had to be losing a lot of money with, uh, <laughs> with all the with all the cousins that the the family member that's doing well in life taking care of all the ones that would never buy it. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I actually just I can see it getting crazy. Yeah, man, you talk about that. Like, I have the Netflix on my account, but my brother uses my password. And trust me, my brother wakes way more money. <laughs> but I'm the one putting the bill. So, yeah, obviously, we got things backwards over here in my household. <laughs> but, uh, his lazy ass, he won't even sign up for an account. He's like, well, if they start charging you, I'll just uh, cash up you a couple dollars every month. Like, <laughs> that lazy you can't sign up but that's my brother yeah i can only imagine because we was bumming it off of somebody else's account (laughs) for the last three for years and i know i gave out that password it wasn't even mine to give so (laughs) (laughs) so i already know but we'll see i feel like they've said this before (laughs) i'm terrified that i um that the kids didn't log out of the airbnb joint because I don't remember checking all the TVs and we was there for Christmas. I, I thought about that. Like somebody might be just getting Netflix off every, t- every time they show up at that crib because I don't know if we logged out. Mm. <laughs> Uh-oh. Watching shit that y'all don't normally watch. Like who the hell watches Supergirl? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Gilmore Girls. Continue <laughs> watching what? <laughs> all right. So this week, New season of Atlanta is starting on FX. I know, Kelly, you said you were in and out of the series. Me and Dizzle, hardcore watchers of it. Dizzle, what you thinking about Atlanta, man? What you think? Uh, I'm I'm scared just for the fact that it's the last season. I know it's it's gonna be epic. I just don't know where it's going. This is a show that you cannot predict. I'm the same way, but my I'm scared because. They're not in Atlanta. Yeah, they are at Paris. Yeah, they're on tour in Paris and, and Europe and everything like that. So I'm just like, is it Atlanta if you're not in Atlanta? So I am kind of worried about that. And it comes on the same night as Snowfall, which I'm sorry, Atlanta. Y'all got to wait to the, the next day. Yeah. Is the Snowfall on the list? We talk about Snowfall. <laughs> yeah, it's up next. I, God damn it. <laughs> I knew that was coming because uh, I, I told y'all last week, I saw the highlights coming like, boy, this is going to be nuts. And it was. Ooh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So what did y'all think about this week's episode of Snowfall? I actually I got, I got like questions it. and I got I got complaints and questions. Yeah. Mm. I, I'm on the complaint side. I, I didn't like it on the fact that I don't feel like I saw a story other than they coming, you know what I'm saying? So that might have been the, the that might have been the gist of that episode, but it just felt like it was just a that was just like the the try to like get you hyped for the next couple episodes. Uh, like that was the one episode they like give up for that for the season. But I, I didn't like that it was just I don't really feel like it was a story. It was just it was just motherfuckers running for the whole hour. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was. For the fact that um, I thought the last two previous episodes was all just set up. So it felt like this was action, but I also felt like this was some just set up as well. Like, we don't know who the fuck sent the hit on everybody. Um, We still trying to figure out 
What's, D-Ray. What's, what's D- yeah, I was about to say, we still trying to figure out what's D-Ray's situation. Cause he got to hear, bro, I'm telling you. That's what I'm, so, okay, so I remember, I knew somebody said that. Um, so you heard the nurse that was working on Teddy kind of yeah. sprink, sprinkle that in there saying one of her nurse buddies, yeah. um, got HIV from a patient. So you may be on to something because they definitely, I definitely caught that, uh, little tidbit when she was working mm-hmm. on Teddy. But yeah, I thought it was a pretty good episode. I know some folks online were complaining about it just being over the top with uh Franklin and waking up next to a tiger. Uh, <laughs> and that, that shit was, was funny when he was out when he got shot with that dart. Boy, that shit, that shit had Ace Ventura, <laughs> that had Ace Ventura all over. Wait, ah, I didn't even think of that. That is true. That's funny as hell. <laughs> Ace Ventura all over it, bro. I was crying. <laughs> so, like, I loved the episode. I loved the episode, even when the uh, nurse was extra strange and got. <laughs> Way too kinky for me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I love the episode until the tiger. Like, just that's just just doing too much. Like, I'm with you. I'm with you all. I'm, I'm ride or die with this show. So I'm gonna see how it ends. But that was a little too far fetched. I know the premise of the guy is like, all right. You know, I guess the the the, the essays was like breaking into his house or whatever. And he said we're gonna get more security, so you go get a tiger. Like maybe that's something <laughs> that I just don't know nothing about. That's All what's right. going on in L.A. in the late '80s and shit like that. People <laughs> buy to protect their house and shit like that. Maybe I just don't know. Maybe I ain't hip. But right. damn, that just seems like way left field. Like that just didn't even seem <laughs> like it. Show everything leading up to that, I was on board with. Yeah. Uh, the uh the house and everything like that them getting involved with a shootout multiple shootouts and everything like that the whole interaction with the police officer with unk and him going at it like i was there for it franklin and weird ass girlfriend y'all niggas might be right about her i'm probably wrong i don't like her anymore based off of this episode like she was smiling as the drive-by went on <laughs> Mm. Is, he, is he the yes. one that got the drop? Man, listen. So, so that's the question. That's the question. Like, all right, if somebody's getting a drop on Franklin, it has to be somebody that knows his every move. So, obviously, the only people that know his every move are the one dude that was with him that was filling in for D-Ray who got shot and killed. So, he's off the list. Yeah. yeah so, only could be D-Ray and her. Those are the only people that know where he's going to be what time is he going to be there? Those are the only two people. Now, granted, they can pull somebody out the sky and drop him on our lap and say, he's the new antagonist of the, of the show right. and everything. But ultimately, I still think that D-Ray got HIV and that he's not involved in this shit. So the only logical person to point to is her. But then again, why would she put herself in the middle of a shootout? Mm. Here we go. It ain't Teddy. Here we go. Hell no, nah, that nigga got bucked. <laughs> Teddy got <laughs> some coke on it. Teddy got some cocaine in his shoulder. And he bucked the line. That nigga was out there, boy. Yeah, he had to. He was about to. Yeah, he was about to pass out. <laughs> nah, man, it, it makes sense because um, what's the dude name? The dude from the wood. He ain't. He seemed like he on their team at this point. Like, you know, he ain't the antagonist this season. Teddy seems like he's one of the antagonists, but it would make sense for the girl to kind of throw us for a loop and her be the one that's uh, setting this shit up. But like you said, she's putting herself at risk. She almost got shot, but it, I don't know. We gonna see, man. So I, I don't, I don't get to see the upcoming episode. I don't get to see the little trailer. Did they give any type of indication of it's about to be some more action? Is what's going on? Or how's fucking frankly gonna get out the tiger cage? Nigga, your guess is as good as mine. But yeah, they, yeah. it's a little bit more action. Uh, the preview just show Aunt Louie being Aunt Louie mad as fuck as always. <laughs> <laughs> she, she stayed mad. And another killer. I also think you're right. Homie ain't gonna make it. Leon yeah. ain't gonna make it. Yeah. We about to say bye to Leon. We about exactly. to say bye to 
I think we about to say bye to two main characters. I think we're going to say bye to Leon. I think we're going to say bye to Aunt Louie or Aunt. Oof, that's going to be a big hole in Franklin's life either way. One, two, or three. That's going to be ugly. But, yeah, like, that shit ain't looking too good for Leon, man. Just the way he talking. Need no way. Javi to get the get the guns and get the rocket launchers and shit. Then they get sprayed mm-hmm. on. Ain't looking good, bro. Ain't looking good. Yeah. So we got we got new episode next Wednesday. We got Atlanta also next Wednesday. You said right? Yeah. And then Ozark is Ozark this month or is Ozark next month? Ozark April 29th. Okay. So these will probably be over. Or I'm sorry, uh, Snowfall will probably be over. When Ozark coming out, just yeah. trying to trying to get my shows lined up because I'm still trying to I'm gonna try to watch Bel Air too. I'm, I haven't seen it episode three yet, but I'm trying to get caught up with that. Guys, yeah, watch the Bel Air. That's a good one. For the first time in a long time, and I have not watched this week's episode of Tommy, aka Power. So I'm gonna watch that this afternoon. I haven't either. Oh, that's right. You on the road. Yeah, man. I'm about to go party. We're about to go to a shrimp boil tonight and get some good eats, get some Jackson putting on for their seafood, apparently. So we're about to hit these streets. That's what's up, bro. That's what's up, man. When y'all dropping back? Uh, we're leaving tomorrow. Uh, be back sometime before Tuesday morning and uh, go back to work Wednesday. So Right back to the grind, eh? What's right the... Uh, what's the weather like? Because I've only ever been in Florida in the summer where it's where you cooking like you outside just baking so i would assume like right now it's probably you know best case scenario what is it like 70s yeah it was uh it was was like between 75 and 85 was like the listed uh uh, weather and then the night to be was like between 50 and 65 so it's uh like this morning we went to the beach i had on long sleeves and pants and it was comfortable um Something you can you can wear like the long sleeve and shorts type of look. I've been seeing people out here full blown swimming trunks, going swimming. Like it's spring <laughs> break down here too, so you got oh that's break. right. You got spring break going on, so it's been a uh, it's been active. We got all kinds of shit going on. Damn, I forgot about spring break. Shit. Right. Damn. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, the funny shit is. I forget what day it was. It was kind of cold. I was like, Alexa, what's the weather in Orlando? She was like, 82 degrees. It's like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, my first, my first thought. I was like, I okay, care about to be on that bike life for real, for real. He moved down there. Man, listen, that's the great <laughs> shit. So when I went down there for the interview and everything like that, they got so many bike paths, so many bike trails and all that <laughs> shit. I, I, that's all I was thinking about. I was like, oh, shit, I'm about to be out here rolling, rolling. It's about to go yeah. down. But, like I said, I'm here. And I'm going to make appreciate you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Well, there it is. Another episode of You Can't Make This Up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. We out till next week. Peace.